Podcasts are downloadable. Remember, wherever you get your podcasts, whether that be the Odyssey app, uh, maybe Spotify, iTunes, anywhere, click download, subscribe, get a little ding-a-ling-a-ling alert every time we drop these because, frankly, I'm an unorganized mess, and you may not be getting these on the same day every single week. And, of course, the offseason powers on, and we'll continue to power on. Today, a very special guest, an in-studio guest, we'll call it, former partner of mine, on one giant step. Now he's the dudes and dogs guy of Carton and Roberts afternoons on FAN. And, you know, one of the, let's be honest, rare flag bearers of the giant fan community, along with me at WFAN. His name is Tommy Lugauer. Tommy, hello. Sean, it's good to see you. I'm excited to be here in studio. I don't know what to, what to do with my hands here, though, so I'm just going to put yeah. them down by my lap here. I'm currently and, uh, burping up rainbow cookies, by the way. With, with no jelly. I'm with sure. no jelly. You know, yeah. big problem here. So we're in the WFAN studios here in New York, and Somebody's dropped off rainbow cookies, which are a delicious delicacy, I think. But the key to a rainbow cookie, nice jelly layer in between a couple of these. I'm getting no jelly in these rainbow cookies. I'm just eating almond paste. Yeah, I figured you had enough jelly maybe like as a reserve in your throat because you're constantly stuffing food down your mouth. Uh, but nice. uh, I guess not. Good to see you, though. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Speaking of pushing stuff down our throats, takes. And you have had a lot of them lately. <laughs> uh, so let's just start here. Before... The reason, the main reason I want to have you on is you are the the king of where to travel and where not to travel. What's a, And you'll be honest, what's a dud? What f- sounds like a good time? So this is to piggyback off the schedule. So if you okay. are somebody who's seen the schedule come out and you want to pre-plan where to throw a dart on the trip and what's really well worth it this year to maybe, you know, whatever those vacation dollar allotment you might have this fall if you want to take one of these trips, me and Tommy will break this down a little bit. But first, you know, Tommy's made a lot of waves. WFAN.com Odyssey doing write-ups of his takes right now after shows. You're not getting that right now out of Chris McMonagle, which is interesting. Uh, this includes a take that I really didn't think was hot, but maybe we're too close to it from the Giants, and that is I'd rather have Daniel Jones next year, or in general, than Aaron Rodgers next year because it's obviously going to be a big New York topic. So... Is that the actual take? I want. I don't want to misquote you. Yeah, yeah. I, so going into this season, I'd rather have Daniel Jones than Aaron Rodgers. Now, look, I'll say that it's 10% trolling Jet fans because I think right now they're very sensitive. They're very desperate. They're very excited to have a Hall of Fame MVP quarterback. So part of it is a little bit of a troll, but it's rooted in a lot of truth. And the truth is this. Listen, Aaron Rodgers, the last time we saw him on a football field, regular season, he was at home with a chance to make the playoffs. And they got their ass kicked by the Lions, okay? Daniel yeah. Jones was I mean, in the playoffs. Right. We Daniel... lost to the Lions, too. But but yeah. not with everything on the line. Right. Everything on the line. I don't want to say legacy game, but it ended up being, in theory, his last game as a Packer in Lambeau Field. They lost. The Lions had nothing to play for. They came in there, and they beat him. Daniel Jones made the playoffs. Daniel Jones balled in a playoff game. Now, look, he sucked against the Eagles. The Giants have a long way to go to catch the Eagles. The Eagles are building an extremely good program. That's number one. Number two, Jones is younger. Jones has a better head coach. 
Jones has the skill set to succeed in the modern NFL. He cut down on the turnovers. He cut down on the injuries, the two biggest things that have, you know, marred him throughout his career. And Aaron Rodgers, look, you are bringing in a guy that has struggled. He struggled last year. He's going to be with young wide receivers. He's not going to click right away. And he's a guy, yeah, he's won some MVPs, but we've sort of written Aaron Rodgers off a few times over the last couple of years. And, Sean, other than your boy Tom Brady, a lot of great quarterbacks have not done well late yeah. in their career. Breeze, Peyton, Brady did it, but most guys, by the time they get to Aaron Rodgers' age, are not good anymore. I, I completely agree. And, by the way, for every Jet fan or Daniel Jones hater that has knocked a couple things, uh, Daniel Jones is too dink and dunk. I'm going to read you the yards per attempt for both quarterbacks last year. Okay. Daniel Jones, yards per attempt, 6.8. Aaron Rodgers, yards per attempt, 6.8. Touchdowns produced out of the quarterback position. Sean, I'm going to stop you there right before you even give that because everybody wants to bring up the passing touchdowns from Daniel Jones, which is so convenient Uh considering that he runs for touchdowns. Let me get you the total touchdowns. Well, this is what I'm going to give you. Yeah. Daniel Jones produced 23 total touchdowns. And remember... Did not play in week 18 versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. That was a Davis-Webb game where Aaron Rodgers had to play in his final game. So one more game. Daniel Jones had 23 total touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers had 27 total touchdowns. So if you gave Daniel Jones two more touchdowns, if he would have played that game, or the three he played in the wild card game that sure. counted for that, they're almost neck and neck in total touchdowns produced. And if you want to talk about weapons last year, well, not for nothing, the Giants was probably pretty stupid in not drafting Christian Watson in that second round, instead taking Wondell Robinson. You could say what you want about Romeo Dobbs and uh, Christian Watson. Remember, you had uh, Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb, who he couldn't wait to bring to the Jets sure. anyway. Yep. So tell me again how Daniel Jones didn't have less than Aaron Rodgers. So the, the reason I bring up all these stats, and by the way, it's, it's minimal yards more for Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Nobody is saying that the career of Aaron Rodgers is not greater than potentially the career of Daniel Jones will be. We're not, yeah, we're not comparing careers. Not careers. And we're I think to- that's where people we're got about- mad at me. We're talking about this year. We're not right. comparing careers. Sean, I truly believe the best is yet to come from Daniel Jones. I really believe I, that. I think we both have said this. Yeah. We share a brain with this. Why can't Why can't Daniel Jones make the same leap that Jalen Hurts made? People or thought, Tua. Right. People thought Jalen Hurts could not play in the league. All of a sudden, he's an MVP candidate and basically outplayed Mahomes in the Super Bowl. They lost the game, but he was the best player on the field. And that's going to be the really interesting part about this year with Daniel Jones is that Daniel Jones feels like he has a stigma that maybe Jalen Hurts didn't have where everybody thought that Jalen Hurts couldn't play in the league. But I could see Daniel Jones winning an MVP and people still calling it a fluke. Nobody seems to think that with Jalen Hurts, which is so mind-boggling. It's like Daniel Jones can't do anything right. But, you know, when you think of Aaron Rodgers and the – look, I understand why the Jet fans had to do it. It feels like a one-year gamble. Every Jet fan wants to tell you two or three, but I don't know how a guy who was 90% retired going into a cave can tell you he's going to play more than one year now. <laughs> if that's the case, I don't get this knock here. Like, Aaron Rodgers going through these motions at 40 years old, last year was a drop-off for him. Now, it's funny how he had some better stats than Daniel Jones, and I'm calling it a drop-off. I understand that's kind of counterproductive to my point. But the what you're saying is Daniel Jones is ascending. They've added Darren Waller. Paris Campbell, Jalen Hyatt. Uh, hopefully the offensive line gets better. There should be more weapons there. Aaron Rodgers is on a descent, and you brought it up. We lived it with Eli Manning. We saw Phillip Rivers at the end with the Colts. We saw Ben Roethlisberger at the end. We saw Drew Brees at the end. 
Peyton Every, Manning, I know his injuries, but right. Peyton couldn't play. He won right. that last Super Bowl on the back of the defense. Everybody sees Tom Brady playing in the 40s, and it's like, well, look, Tom Brady did it. He's a unicorn. He's completely different. Bro, Tom Brady right yeah. now, I think, could play. I mean, he was under uh, Todd yeah. Bowles. Jet fans don't have to tell you how bad that is. I still think Brady right now could be better than Aaron Rodgers. And this is one giant step. This isn't one giant take a you-know-what on the Jets step. No, it's not. Because the Jets could make the players and be them. But the point is, to sit here in New York and have this argument like, ha-ha, we're so much better at quarterback. Are you? Right. Are you? No, I I don't think I don't and think I don't they are. believe so either. No, and 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 uh look, I don't want to make it like an excuse, but the weapons around Daniel Jones last year were so it was so bad, dude. Like it wasn't like it was mediocre. Yeah. It was the worst in football. His first year under Dable. Think about the expectations going into last year. Look how long it took Richie James to get signed. That's it. And they exceeded expectations. Now all of a sudden you have year two under the tutelage of Brian Dable, who I already think is a great head coach, people's champ, all that stuff. Now you have Daniel Jones who fight. Look at they kept changing coaches and coordinators. Now he can grow old yeah. with Brian Dable. It's only going to get better from here. And, and Shane, who I think is a good GM, bringing in players around. And that's another part, too. As Giant fans, the one guy who we give all the credit to, and deservedly so, is Brian Dable. Okay, well, Brian Dable's getting all the credit, and he's coach of the year. Do we think that what we saw last year was the best we'll ever see from Dable as a head coach? No. I would think that he's even learned a thing or two. Well, especially in the playoff game, he's got to learn from stuff yeah, from that. Well, the, yeah. point, experience. the point of saying that is... Well, if you trust Dable so much, why wouldn't you trust that he's going to continue to make Daniel Jones better? Right. The whole reason you brought these guys in from Buffalo is because look at what Buffalo has done. You wanted to get a little bit of that Buffalo Bills pixie dust over to the Giants. We already saw it in one year, and it's that continuity. And I just, like I said, Giant fans, because I know there are still Daniel Jones detractors, that be from Giant fans. I think you're going to hear a lot of people in the summer, the talking heads, the people on TV, the Giants are going to, no pun intended here, take a step back. I think you're going to hear that a lot. I don't think people believe in what the Giants are building, and they're building a solid foundation. Look, the Giants dropped so low over the last couple years. They figured a way back, and they are now out of, no pun intended, the darkness, and they're ready to continue to get this program back to what it used to be. All right, so the question is, before we transition to the schedule, Daniel Jones, dude or dog? Daniel Jones is a dude. Okay. He is a dude. He's a quiet dude. He's the kind of guy that shows his dudeness on the field, right? Like kind of boring. He's a little bit of stiff. Okay. He's not going to give you a great quote, but he lets his talking on the field do the thing. Yeah, I think he gives you a little more emotion on the field than Eli Manning did, by the way. Uh, Eli gave you, you know, the shoulder shrug. Yeah. Or you know, that far out. Daniel Jones look. has seen a lot more fist pumps. <laughs> uh, that could be me. All right. Now we're going to play the yay or nay game with some thoughts and commentary on the nine visiting cities. This will be our schedule portion if you're booking a road trip program. So ignore the home stuff. Well, first on the home stuff, real quickly. Yeah. Last night, we're taping this on Thursday. John Mara announces legacy uniforms, those blue retro 80s, early 90s uniforms coming back for two games. Commanders at home October 22nd. And the Monday night football game against the Packers in November. Now, I think they're picking those two games because they think they're going to win those oh, two I games. Oh, I think you're spot on with that take, um, for sure. People want to say, well, no, they're, they're, they're historic teams. Uh, calm down. No. Yeah, calm no, down. They're not. So that's they are, right. but that's not why they picked so them. That's the highlight of the home schedule. Now the road schedule, okay? And if you haven't been to any of these cities, fine. So if you're looking to book a road trip, here we go. The first one is the second week of the year. They are in Arizona. I have been. I don't know if you've been in that area. I have never been to Arizona. It's one of the few action cities uh, in the country that I've not been to, so I've not been there. Okay. So my answer to this would be yay with a caveat. you got to stay in Scottsdale. All right? You have Scottsdale, then comes Phoenix if you're, like, drawing through straight line. It's not exactly straight line. And then Glendale's on the other side of Phoenix. 
And that is where the stadium is. The stadium, obviously known for Super Bowl Forty Two. I went for a Final Four. Big stadium, middle of a desert, not a lot going on around the stadium. You don't want to be stuck in Glendale. Phoenix is very businessy. That's where you're going to find your Hooters and your Buffalo Wild Wings. And yeah. The baseball stadium, that's all fine. Scottsdale is where it's at. You could have your pool parties there. They have great bar scenes, restaurants. That is where a lot of, like, if you went away for baseball spring training in Arizona, everybody ends up. I think if you stay in Scottsdale and then make it a point, you know, for a weekend there, and then on game day, whether it's rideshare or whether it's renting a car and going to tailgate, that's the time you transition over to Glendale. I think it's a yay, but you can't stay in Glendale or Phoenix. Yeah, I, I think you're spot on. It's a yay for me, too. I, again, I've never been, but I've heard enough. I've done enough research. This is sort of my life's work here. Uh, it's a yay for me. And you have all the things. So if this is a guy's trip, you could play golf. It's warm weather. You have the clubs. Yes. You have the pool parties. I think it's called My. I'll give them a plug. They have, like, uh, you know, club, pools, all that stuff. And you get the football game. So you get the total package of a weekend. To me, yay, no doubt. All right. Now, this is a tricky one because it's a Thursday night. Remember, the Giants are going to stay out on the West Coast week two to week three. They will be in San Francisco. The stadium's actually located in Santa Clara. Now, whether it's because it's a Thursday night and it's not a weekend, you'd have to go to the game leading into the weekend, or because of the city, yay or nay on going out to San Fran. Okay, so full disclosure, I have been to San Francisco. I have as well. I'm very torn on San Francisco. I think it, it's obviously a historical city. It's a fun city. It's a nice city. Uh, bring a jacket. You're going to freeze your ass off no matter when you're there at night. I'm going to say yay if you've never been. If you've been before, I would say it's a pass. First of all, I think that's a tough game for the Giants, number one. Number two, San Francisco, first of all, you know, you're going to be walking up, you know, big uh, roads here. You're gonna, your I legs are going to basically want to fall off when you're doing that. And, and it could be a little unsettling. I'll leave it at that at night. <laughs> I'll just flat out say it. This is a big nay for me, okay? <laughs> I've been to San Francisco. I went for Super Bowl 50. First of all, the stadium is 45 minutes now outside. This, so that's a long way to go. Sure. Um, a lot longer than Scottsdale to Glendale would be or something like that. Also, look, I'm just going to cut it to you dry. There is... A lot of shady characters walking the San Francisco streets. You will be not you will be surprised. Is, it's yeah. really it, it, it's pretty nice. When you think of Google or the wineries or the Golden Gate Bridge or the Full House House, yes, the areas along the water very minimal. You know, Golden Gate Bridge, uh, Fisherman's Wharf, or whatever that yeah, is called. Wharf, yeah. Nice. I had a good time. I'm not saying I didn't have a good time. Yeah, it's good. But you're talking about two blocks worth where it's great. The main downtown area of San Francisco. You're looking to hang out. It's not exactly a place you're going to feel like comfortable. No, you're not exactly in Napa sad. Valley. Yeah, it's it is because it's, it's a, a great city. A lot and of it's, homeless. It's sad. It is. Like I said, it's a fun city. It's a historic city. If you've never been, I think you do have to check it out. But if you have, then I would say that's a nay. And again, this way, if it's coming down to San Francisco or, or another good city, I would go with the other good city. And again, I think you also want to center your trips around, in theory, a dub. And look, I mean, the Niners are a really good team. So that that, that quarterback could, for them. I understand that, but they still have a lot of guys on that team. I'm just saying there might be an easy Arizona, right? Would you rather yeah. go Arizona or Arizona, San Francisco? Yeah, so really go so it's, a, it's a nay for me. All right. Then they're home. Then they're back on the road. This is one I think you're going to feel strongly about Miami. They're in Miami. That's Columbus Day weekend, October 8th. Oh, Miami's a, um, a massive yay. One of the great cities in the country, especially if you're looking to have a good time. Again, weather, partying, restaurants, girls, everything. It, it, it's a classic. Stay on South Beach, though. S- what's that? Stay on South yeah, Beach. Yeah, stay in South Some Beach. Some might say Lauderdale, though, because remember, this is the stadium's in Miami Gardens. It's actually in between both. It's not like the Heat Arena, which is in downtown Miami. Yeah, I, I think I, I would always stay where like it's more fun. But again, if you want to stay in a place a little more affordable and you don't mind Ubering around, whether it be to the stadium, whether it be I to the action. I would stay South Beach for two nights, yeah, for whatever, three mean, nights, and make it happen. Dude, it's an action town. Again, it's a yay for me. Anything where you can incorporate the nightlife, restaurants, fun, good weather, oh, then I'm all in. 
Saturday on the beach down oh, there, too. Tremendous. You go down Thursday night, spend Friday there, no doubt. Now, this is an interesting one. Sunday night football, October 15th in Buffalo. Remember, drivable for some people as drivable well. Drivable Buffalo. Another tough one. Now, I think just the experience of being around Bill's Mafia is worth it. Again, okay. they're not a team you hate. It's not like I'm sitting around Eagle fans or Cowboy fans or a team that I just despise, right? I have no ill will towards the Bills. I think as a fan base, excluding the Giants, they have the greatest fans in football, right? Because they're just nuts. They do a lot of fun stuff. We don't have to say the stuff they throw on the field or what happens in the porta potties, but they just have a great time. So just to be a part. Now, listen, you're going to have nothing. You're going to eat buffalo wings and go to bed at nine o'clock if you're in Buffalo. You're not going to be able to do much. <laughs> but to be, to experience a game in that stadium with those fans and that tailgate is worth the however many hour drive. I would say yay for me. Okay. Especially earlier in the, if it's early in the year, it's warmer. So I'm with you. And I think this is important to note. Not all two trips are alike. This will not be your Miami trip. It will not be your Scottsdale trip. Nope, it will not. Where you're going there, and in many ways, you're going down there because the Giants are playing, but football can become secondary up until game day. You're having such a good time. You're going up there for a football trip when you go to Buffalo. Mm -hmm. But the stars have aligned on something. A, they play in Buffalo, in theory, once every eight years, unless that weird schedule thing comes up, okay? So it's not a lot of times they're in Buffalo. You're getting it at a time of year, mid-October, chill in the air, but not freezing. Almost the perfect time to be up in right. Buffalo. You'll wear a hoodie, but you won't be freezing your ass and off. And you're, you're likely not going to get two feet of snow. It's a Sunday night game, which I actually am in favor of on the road. Number one, you can either take your time getting to the stadium watching some of the other football. Number two, you get a full day's tailgate with those crazy fans. Right. Imagine how many people are jumping through tables by 7 o'clock at they're night. Gonna, they're going to be gas up. They didn't go to church before the game. Yeah, exactly. And, and both teams are good, so... When do you when you, it's once every eight years and you know it's not cold weather, the teams are good, and you get a night game where you could tailgate all day with those kind of fans. I think that is a yay. And it's probably one of the more cost effective trips you could take because, like you mentioned, nine o'clock Buffalo Wings, that's a trip if you're coming from our area, the local area, if you're a giant fan, not any of you guys, and we appreciate you listening if you're outside of this area, your giant fans mis, uh, re, mislocated, relocated. <laughs> you know, you can go up Saturday morning, cheap flight, or uh, you don't have to go make a Thursday, Friday out of it. Right, and I just, it, like... You fly we, home from Monday morning, you drive home Monday morning, you're good. I just think there's certain places a football fan you have to hit Lambeau Field. I think Buffalo's becoming one of that just yeah. because of the atmosphere and the fans. I don't mind it. Now, the next one I know is going to be the ultimate yay. They're, on November 5th, they're in Vegas. Oh, it's a slam dunk. I mean, that's just the slam dunk of slam dunks. If they had a game in Ibiza, that'd be the only one that I'd rather go to. Yeah, and I'm waiting on some things. I might end up having to go to Jets Raiders in Vegas. I should do a bachelor party. Oh, okay. That's on the table. So that'd be cool, but I'm, you know, that's a night game also, so wouldn't have, I'll still be able to watch the Giants in Vegas. And what, Jets a week before the Giants, I want to like say? That. Something there, like it's that. It's a night it's game close. as well. I think it's back-to-back. But, again, th- that's a cool one. It's it's going to be a 425 Eastern. How do you not get into Giants, Raiders, and Vegas? Look, Vegas speaks for itself. Do we need to break down every casino? And no, we don't have to sell Vegas to anybody. Again, if you've been there, you know the deal. If you never yeah. have, what are you waiting and for? And the stadium is walkable from certain places on the Strip as well. That's it. All right. The next two are division teams, so they're always in play. I've been to one, haven't been to the other. Dallas. Dallas, I would say, I would say yay. I, I only pause a little bit because you do have to breathe the same air as Cowboy fans, but we do that anyway here in New York because Cowboy they can be fans are everywhere. Too. They're so nice pregame. I went to Dallas, and they were the nicest people all weekend long. The moment the game ended, the Giants lost in heartbreaking fashion. They were firing beer bottles at me, my wife, and other Giant fans. Uh, you know, against a Walmart that's in a lot. Now, I'm going to give you a little background, though. If you like the Daisy Dukes, maybe you want a little scene with the girls if you're a dude. Yep. Uh, or a dog. Or a dog. You head yeah. to Fort Worth. 
Okay. How far is that from the so stadium? Basically, it's not like picturing New York City and Brooklyn. It's a flat land. Okay. There's Dallas on one side, Arlington with the stadium as the center of Arlington in the middle, and Fort Worth on the other. They're all within 35 minutes of each other. Right. Okay. But on the Fort Worth side, it's open container in a lot of places, including the stockyard. So you could go bar, bar to bar. A lot of country music scene with the girls wearing all the country music stuff. That's cool. Arlington, if you're staying there on the site of the Cowboys and Rangers Stadium and all of that, they have Texas Live, which is some of these stadiums. Philly has it as well. Big screens. You hang out all day. You watch. So it's a good scene. The problem with Dallas, Dallas almost shuts down entirely as a city at about 5 o'clock on a Friday. Yeah, that's no good. There's not that's like no good. they have the Mavs and Stars are in and there's like a Hooters outside of it. But no, it's I'm when I when you think tumbleweeds, there's like nobody living it. It's really weird. Yeah, that is weird. It's yeah, so totally I would I would business. not stay there then. I would stay and there. Where are people there's... living there. It's just it's not where a lot of people are. I was shocked. I was there for a giant cowboy. Like, Nobody's here. And everybody was in Fort Worth and Arlington. Well, then there you go. Fort Worth, Arlington, and yeah, that Daisy Deuce thing. And then got most people I would think are listening to us, they live in New York, New Jersey. You go down there, you're down in Dallas, they see New right. Yorkers, you kind of stick out in almost in a good way. It's a good conversation starter. Plus, it's Giants, it's Cowboys. You get to see that monstrosity that Jerry Jones built. It's beautiful. So I, I, I would great. lean, it's close for me, but I would lean yay. Stadium's great. Now, we have three left. These are all interesting. Washington on November 19th. No. This, no. this feels like the least appealing. Absolutely not. I mean, unless you're Evan Roberts and you got to see, you know, where Abe Lincoln went to prom on the drive down I, there. I, I am not going to Washington. He's not even in, in D.C. As, as much as I want to see a game that's, you know, 3 nothing at half and, you know, a 10-9 final. That's uh, one of those, if the commanders have been terrible and the tickets drop to 10 bucks, and you get buddies to convince you on Saturday to go grab a hotel night, maybe. But I put it this way. Is going to Giants, Commanders, and Washington worth the car ride back and forth, A, and missing all the other football that's at an important time of year. Well, I would say no. And and that, and that you it's funny that you brought that up. Now, granted, if you do go to this game, you have to take uh, public transportation. You can't drive because the only traffic that might be worse than New York is Washington on the Beltway. But on a Sunday? So, I don't think it matters. I think you're stuck. This is Sunday, 1 o'clock, but I don't think you're staying over Sunday. I think you're coming back home. Yeah, no, I agree. You're in and out. But I still wouldn't trust the traffic, bro. I don't trust the traffic anywhere around here. I don't trust the traffic anywhere going towards D.C., Plus, look, again, if you want to see some of the, the history of our country and all that stuff, and you're, if you're into that, fine, and you want to go there on a Saturday, maybe you spend the day Saturday, you watch the game. But for all these options, Sean, this is, I know which one's last, but this is right at the bottom. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. This, to me, is is the least appealing. In the, well, maybe. No, not. it's not the least appealing. All right, we so, didn't get to that so one. The next one is the Saints on December 17th. And this really stinks that it's a week before Christmas. Tough for people to get away. That is a tough one. You know, a week before, yeah. you know, money could be a lot tighter for people sure. in December. Or maybe sure. have a trip planned right after Christmas. I know a lot of families go away that way. Right. But I've never been in New Orleans. One of my great regrets that I still haven't been. You'd love it. It's right up your alley. Well, it's right up a lot. Yeah, of I mean, you alley. look at a party for a week, whether it's the casinos or Bourbon Street. Oof. I mean, that's a good trip. Great and trip. the Giants two years ago erased this thing that they can't win in New Orleans also. It, uh, yes, exactly, and obviously New Orleans. Look, they're they're not as good as they used to be. I don't think Carr is going to be like the Drew Brees Saints. And yeah, Bourbon Street's so much fun, and it's not like like if you go to Vegas, like you gotta you know basically take out a second mortgage on your house. New Orleans is cheap; it's affordable for those of you that don't like to dress up. You can basically walk around in ripped jeans and flip flops all night. <laughs> you can carry your beer all over Bourbon Street. It is a great time. It is an awesome like cultural city. It's a great football area. I would say cultural it's a, yeah, city. The, the only thing that sucks and we brought it up is the timing of it that, that that's a rough especially yeah. if you have a family you're married but if you're a bunch of single guys and whatever you don't care christmas whatever that's a great trip I, I would definitely target that one and the weather there is basically warm all year round all right so now it leaves us off with this 
This is one that I've had a hot take on. I've heard your take on Carton Robertson, the opposite take. It's Giants-Eagles in Philadelphia Christmas Day at 4.30. It's a no. Well, so, so I think it's a no for a couple of reasons. I think, yeah, I think you have to almost isolate this into two separate <laughs> things here because now we're talking about the date and we're talking about the location. Right, okay. So the, I think, first of all, I think the date is horrible. Now. Which we can get into if you want, uh, too. Because, all right, so let's start with location. Okay, let's start with the location. Philadelphia is Let's a, assume it wasn't on Christmas, it was on any day. Let's just say going to a giant Eagles game in Philly. This is a quick ride for everybody to get to. Yes. Especially if you live in Jersey. It's a quick ride, and it's an even quicker train ride. You can be down there like basically yeah. an hour. The problem is, and not to have this negative attitude, at some point the tide will turn and the Giants will beat the Eagles again. At some point. I'm not sure that's going to be this year. I don't think so. Either. And it's been a long time since you won in Philly. Mm-hmm. And the fans, when they have a little money in the bank, as they do ever since they won that Super Bowl, and they're really good now, they're going to be even more violent vicious. Sure. And they embrace the violent vicious. You could walk out of there with your tires slashed, and that's not a joke. Yeah. I, I've heard And it could be someone's mom that does it, yeah, too. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so from that standpoint, no. Now, I was willing to go in the postseason because I thought that was a little different. You know, it's the playoffs. You want to go in there. Regular season game, if you commit to that early in the year, what if the, what if the Giants are bad? Right. What if they're bad? What if, the, what if Daniel Jones gets hurt week two? You want to be stuck with Eagles tickets down there? Look, here's the thing. I, I'm not going to that dump. To me, it's a, it's at the bottom of the barrel. I'm not going to be around those hyenas. It's a second-class city. Well, you know that is, Sean. I mean, I mean the food's good. It's fine. but The like, stadium's nice. If you're, you're, it, it is, but if you're like, if you live in New York City and you go down to Philadelphia, you walk around, you're like, where are the people? You think it's like a zombie apocalypse. It's <laughs> like, what, what am I doing here? So, And and, and, I'll, give it, and I'll, I'll slam it with one thing, and then I'll say this. The Eagles are way better than the Giants right now, so then i got to go there and watch the team get smacked 35-10, to 10, huh. and then i got to walk out of there with Eagle fans. I want no part of it. Now, uh, having gone to college near Pennsylvania and having been to that facility, it's an awesome area. I know they just built the casino. They got yeah. all the stadiums there. It's super cool. And they got the Philly Live there or whatever, uh, whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, I'd go to an Eagle game maybe if they were playing like the Panthers. I'm not going to Eagles-Giants. It's t- That's a tough one. That's You're better off going to Rangers, Flyers, Knicks or Nets, Sixers, something like that. Yeah, Enjoy yeah, that yeah. area. I- I'm, not, I'm not doing that Mets, right now. Mets-Phillies is a nice trip. And I'll tell you this right now. I think this... If the Giants continue to get better and better, that rivalry is going to heat up a lot, especially the way Sirianni likes to act on yeah. the sidelines. You're, this is good. If the Giants can get close where these games are maybe blowouts, it's worth it. You feel like you got a shot to walk out of there with the upper hand. My point is I just think the tensions are going to get stronger and stronger here because I think we, we talked about this on Carton and Roberts where maybe the fans in Philly aren't as aggressive as they used to be. They aren't as mean as they used to be. If the Giants start to get close to their level, you watch how quickly that turns because they're going to see them as a threat. They're, they're they don't right threatened. now, but when they do. Yeah. Right, and I don't like being laughed at, and that's a tough one right now, being laughed out of there, too. I'd rather, but I guess if it gets ratcheted up, maybe it's not a good time to go either if they feel threatened. Exactly. Right. And now the other part of this is it's Christmas Day. So I'm just going to tell you flat out, impossible, you don't have kids, impossible for me. If the game was in Vegas, Miami, whatever, the game's on Christmas Day, I can't go. I, I just can't no, go, of go anyway. Yeah, especially Philadelphia. They're not going to have the mistletoe hanging outside right. the place to give you a kiss when and you get there. And if that that also makes it worse, for all the reasons we laid out on a regular date not to go to Philadelphia. You're going to get your car. You're going to go spend Christmas getting cursed at and whatever else? No, let's just go with the idea that. Yeah, let's just go with the idea that you don't celebrate Christmas again. You're not going there. If you do, it's it's a non starter. You're just not going there. And you're okay with the game on Christmas. It's not so much that I'm okay with it. It's that, and I will preface this by saying I don't have children. So that's a huge thing. I could do what I want. You know what I mean? If I watch the game, all right, whatever. My argument is this we found this out in May. This gives you what, like seven, whatever, eight months, whatever the hell it is, yeah. six months. No, we're to, all going to watch the game. We're all going to watch the game, whether it be on the phone, whether it be on the iPad, whether it be in the living room. So you're going to have to deal with that. You have all this time to sort of prep your your significant other on this is the situation. 
Now, you could maybe start dinner earlier. You could start dinner later. You yeah. could, I'm not saying do this. You could watch it on DVR. You've already missed the point. You could have the kid. Well, my point is this, and I, I said it on the show, <clears throat> and everyone got mad at me, but it's like, you know, you do a lot for your kids as a father. Daddy does a lot of sacrifices. No doubt. You live your life around their schedule. Well, guess what? On Christmas, I understand it's Christmas, but Daddy needs three hours to watch the Giants lose I, by 31 points. And, That's and, what, and Daddy's might... going to get them. That's not the problem. Daddy will get those three okay, hours. Okay, so what is the problem? Let's I'll just like, not beat the around problems. the bush. I'm gonna, I'm, Tell me I'm what not the problem is. First of all, let's remember, if this was Christmas Day Sunday like it was last year yes. with the— Now, the Giants spent Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve at 1 o'clock, totally different animal. Right. Now, Christmas Day, there were three games of Christmas Day, but it was a Sunday. You know what? If you were a Bronco or Ram fan in that spot last year, I don't. I'm not saying it's great because it's still Christmas, but at the same time, you know what? The schedule is long. It's a Sunday football. And both teams are out of it, so I'm sure that was an easier but sell even, than I'll. But watch even it. you can turn your life. Look, you know, football's on a Sunday. They lined up this year. You don't need the game on a Monday at 4:30 in Christmas. We've never had this before. It's the first time the Giants will ever play on Christmas Day. Right to your point, like on Thanksgiving, it's already built in. Like our wives right. are used to so that being did, tradition. It's kind right, of oh, well, it just the, happens to be the Giants this I'm year. I'm watching All the right. Cowboys anyway, but. When I watch the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, even if I'm gathered with family watching it, you know, if you miss a play here or there because you're getting up and you, you're putting more pie on your plate <laughs> or you're going to pour a drink, you get up a little bit, you miss a play or two. When it's your team, you want to be locked into every single snap and everything, which I will be, but I don't want to be in that situation. Here's a thought. I'd actually like to spend time more time with my kids. I'm not saying that. I'd like not to get the look from my wife as the kids are throwing mashed potatoes at each other from the table because they can't eat on a couch. I, I get it. And this is where I think, like I said, like guys out there, husbands, whatever, if you feel like this is where, hey, listen, honey, I'm watching the game. You got to take care of the kids for those couple hours. I will take care, whether it be early in the morning, that night, uh, whatever, the next day. You but, have to do something to sacrifice because they are sacrificing for you. But the are going to be okay with it. But it doesn't mean in real time when the pressure gets on and the, and the kids are playing the 2-3 zone, it's still a tough scene for everybody. I mean, can you go in commercial breaks? Can you do, Look, I'm not saying this is an easy spot. I'm not saying but that. But your mind is, it's your mind. You're not in the same mindset you would normally be watching a giant game, even if you're watching the. That's the problem. That's fair. You're gonna, you're gonna. It's gonna be one of the three times a year Sean's had a collared shirt on. I get seventeen on. of them. Do I? Yeah, exactly. You know now what I mean. On, you're not gonna on. be wearing your I'll giant be wearing onesies. Ru- I'll be wearing the Reuben Drones. Jersey. Okay, There's if no you doubt. wear the Reuben Drones, and uh, my kids, by the way, will not be in Christmas outfits. Everybody, we'll make it a giant day. Right, because that's the thing about Sean and, and his family is that they, 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 you know, they all get out, they all dress up, they all yeah, watch the but game. That's the other problem. But why wouldn't you be doing that on Christmas? Because I'm not with my family that I usually watch the giant. I'm with my wife's family. Many of which are not football fans, and the couple that are, are Jet fans. And there's no way to pivot. There's no way well, to do it with your family you. Christmas, Christmas Eve, do it with and them. And look, I get that my situation is very, no, there's no way to throw everything off. My situation is very specific. I'm going to Danielle's aunt and uncle's house, as we do every Christmas now. The way their house is laid out, they have one of these, like, I guess you want to call it a great room, a den, with no TV. It's like a fireplace and everything. There's like a dining room table, the kitchen, and then it's like a short half stairs into a TV room. Right. Last year... I could just tell you, nobody, even with the NBA on and the football, I had the football on my phone because I was just, whatever. I, I everybody, Nobody was coming downstairs with me. I watched yeah, over some almonds. I watched the, the Bronco game. All right? I mean, basically, a giant space where everybody celebrating Christmas is not near a TV. I'm not watching the Giants on my phone. So I know I'm going to remove myself from that room next year, and there's a chance I'm the only one down in that room with a TV on. And uh, I know this is something that's very near and dear to your heart. And it's I think not like this, the table's two feet away. I think also, right. And I think the other thing, too, and, and McMonagle, uh, Carton and Roberts, Chris, he was, this is what really stuck with him, is that it's dinner time. And it's yes. not a oh, ha-ha heavy joke. It's that 
that's a sort of a, especially Christmas, I think the two sacred things, if you celebrate Christmas, is obviously Christmas morning yeah. and then the dinner. The dinner, right. So you want to be present. Christmas Eve is different. It's more like social. Sure. You want to be present. You want to be there. And 4.30 is kind of like, like I said, you can maybe push it off, but it's right smack yeah, in the middle. Eat, I'm sorry. These people that eat Christmas dinner at 2, make dinner at 2 o'clock. That's lunch, pal. You can't do two. I think and, if, and if you come from the anything, you got to make it at 8 o'clock. But you if you have kids, they got to go to bed. Of I get course. It. And you do the Annie pot. You do the whole thing. It's a whole thing all day. It's not like you just, well, we're going to start eating at 11 a.m. Yeah, I know. Look, it, it's not going to be easy. It's not ideal. But my arg- my thing is that you're going to watch the game no matter what. So you have you have time. You have to devise a plan. Like, it's not my like honor. Roger Goodell's going to go, oh, Giant fans are upset. All right, you know, switch Which, the game. Which, by now. the way, I got to tell you, because she'll never listen to this podcast, Danielle's aunt thought that by me speaking out on the radio, as I did on this podcast and I did on the DA show, she goes, do you think the NFL is going to move the game after what you said? Well, a couple said, a couple things there. You need a reality check if you think I am that influential in the media. Here. You're not, and and I, you know, you might, you, you know, you could piss off fans in like Kansas City or something like that. Are devil fans, by the way, uh, those of you that aren't hockey fans, uh, Sean, of course, famously did the broom when the Rangers yeah. were up two zero. There are people on Twitter that think I'm Sean, and I'm the one that. So every take I have, they think, well, you had that take on the Rangers. How the hell would you have a take on oh, something shame else? Shame on you. That's a little sidebar. The second thing is. Um, I lost my train of thought there. What were we talking about? Get me back. Get me back on t- on track there, Sean. We were talking we about we were talking about me having the power to have the, the game switch. Oh yeah. So I saw the video of you complaining about it, and I'm like, Sean has a good point. Sean has a strong take. Sean is in the media. Maybe he could make some change here. The only problem is you were dressed like bacon because you were doing that dopey bit you do on the DA it's show. Canadian bacon. Where you, I read hockey highlights, dressed as bacon. You're sitting there screaming about the Giants playing on Christmas, and you're dressed like pork. Well, and that shows you it was real time because I only wear that thing, that bacon costume. I mean, for the hockey segment. Could you have taken the bacon no. costume off? Well, I'll tell you what. You one. couldn't have did a wardrobe change like your share? You like, know what? what are you doing? For all the stuff you and McMonagle said, oh, you had the fake ring video and everything. That take with me dressed as bacon shows how genuine I am because I finished the hockey segment <laughs> and I immediately got alerts to my phone. You see the Giants on Christmas. It was when the story broke that morning. I was so infuriated, I forgot I had the bacon costume on. I just and then the the break ended and we went on and Dave was like Sean's hot let's talk to him about the Giants playing Christmas and I ran to the radio and it didn't dawn on me until after the video was clipped out that I was still wearing the bacon costume. Radio host, uh, national radio host dressed like bacon gets Roger Goodell to change the yeah, Giants so game. So I think that wasn't gonna work. <laughs> yeah, I think no, that was gonna work. No, you could scream to the high heavens. This is the thing, dude. The NFL is. It's it's number one for so many different reasons, right? Like, we love the games. We love to gamble. We love the fantasy. We love Sundays are just like we are locked in. Sunday nights, Monday, Thursdays. No doubt. Sean, at some point in our lifetime, there will be a game every single night on yep. every single platform it's happening. We love it. But it's not just the games, dude. It's everything. Bro, we sit there and we're locked in on a bunch of dudes in their underwear running around cones and throwing tires in, yeah. uh, throwing footballs into tires. They call it the combine. But you do hit a breaking point at some point. Eh. Whether it's putting a playoff game on Peacock or whether, like... I don't think there's a... Sean, people literally are locked in on watching guys walk across the stage... I agree with and you. ...and awkwardly hug Roger Goodell. And we call it the draft. But and is, people watch this stuff. There is going to be a moment where they don't get nearly the impact they thought they were with a specific... Something will happen. Where, let's talk about, too, like they added the, the Black Friday game on Amazon Prime, 3.30, which a lot of people I know are going on, you know, uh, the Polar Express yeah. or whatever. That's yeah, a big, big tree lighting big, day. Exactly. Not quite Christmas Day at 4.30. It's more, but, certainly more understandable than Christmas Day. For right? sure, but right. that's probably not going to work for a lot of people. Yeah, it won't work for a lot of people. But I, the ratings are going to be huge. You saw last night, this, the end of the basketball game, if you had YouTube TV, you could watch the last four minutes. Well, you know what? You got people paid 400 bucks for Sunday ticket. You could be have some big outrage and, you know, less people buying the Sunday ticket than they thought. But the NFL has figured out a way all through the years. We just, we love it. I don't want to say it's like 
There's no way the NFL could take a step back, but they are going to push it to the ultimate breaking point. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, they're going to get to a point where they're going to go, it's Christmas Day, we're going to air 24 hours of football, or we're just going to have a game every yeah. single night. But then maybe you won't watch and all dare, 24 hours. And they're going to dare us not to watch. Yeah. But we love it. We love to watch it. So I, we're just, I just we're would just rather sort of, not, you know, I'd rather right. not be putting that up. But on that note, I think we've gone long enough. Yeah, I think so. All right, you can follow you on Twitter. You can? Oh, at Tommy Lugauer. I already do. Follow me at CBS. Thanks for producer James. Thank you, everybody, for taking one giant step with us.